The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And it's that time again. Oh, my goodness. It's a time again for the infamous from New York City, the attorney, Mark the Shark himself, and a bite of reality. Now, who whispers into the microphone a bite of reality? You know, uh, I don't know if you've noticed this or not, Mark, but we're doing a new thing, putting it out on Twitter and uh, Facebook. It's called From the Ranch, and uh, it's some of Biden's uh, things that he does so well. For instance, uh, he thinks that putting bulls in with steers make it makes an inclusive ranch it's that diversity and equity is that what it is that's what it's all about and then he thinks dehorning makes the calves sterile listen we should do that to some of our senators in uh the house (laughs) (laughs) maybe make them a little bit more brighter that's true that's (laughs) But anyway, uh, glad to have you with us as always, and uh, I'm sure you're going to say something like everybody else has, and it needs to be said. The uh, situation in Texas was just deplorable, and uh, I know where Uvalde is, and I've been there. It's uh, outside of San Antonio, and, uh, you know, anything that happens bad in texas hurts me because i'm a texan at heart and uh one other last thing that you can comment on georgia is the worst state in the country to live but i'm running for governor of georgia yeah well that would help her in the election right i hope it really helps her win the election it's incredible but let me kick off today. You're listening to Bite of Reality as the infamous Dave. And by the way, Dave, I just want to take a, a brief moment to thank you for your service. Uh, some of you realize today is Memorial Day because you've already received the notice that you have Monday off. But Memorial Day is more about... Well, actually, it's service. the 30th. It is Monday. It is Monday. Oh, look at that. I don't even know what day it is anymore. <laughs> staying up and watching all the news and watching what was going on, and it's just, it's horrific. You know, I'm going to start off and read a brief statement today that I wrote, and normally I do rhyme time, but I'll do rhyme time right after it. But I have, hopefully the Senate and Congress has the radio on right now, and they're listening to Bite of Reality. And this is going out to America. This week has been another horrendous week. Another week. Joe Biden, another week. Okay? So, here it is. Are you tired of grieving yet? Are we not tired of grieving over some mentally defective person who has killed a loved one of someone we know? Killed someone we don't know. Well, just ran into a supermarket and killed 10 people. Ran into a school. Killed 19 fourth graders who were between 8 and 10 years old, along with their two teachers. Are we there yet? What the heck are we waiting for? When will this country return the power to the people and to turn the geniuses in Washington to the pasture? It's time. I can see now that this country is being run by dolts, 
persons who we elect either are stuck on stupid when we send them to Washington or get stuck on stupid when we get there. It's all about them when it must be all about us. We the people. I, for one, am sick and tired of seeing crime out of control and seeing these mass shootings at schools where the brain trusts we sent to do something actually argue about doing nothing to help the situation. They stick to their ideology that they carried with them, and they leave rational thought and compromise to the wayside. They created this situation by three simple steps, and they're responsible. Both stupid parties, and they all have blood on their hands, including the babbling brook we now call our president. Another outrageous school killing. And sure enough, mistakes will undoubtedly be discovered and talked about. But what has gotten done since 20 years ago at Columbine High School? Nothing. Sad to say nothing. With all the rhetoric, nothing has been done. And that truly is the problem. It's not the gun. It's not the knife. It's not the bombs. It's the people who we fail to identify as just plain bat spit crazy with severe mental defects that need to be taken out of society. But we don't focus on that anymore. What we focus is on the instrumentality. So would it have been different if he walked into the school and blew it up and killed a hundred kids? You know, what was interesting, not interesting, but really crisis management, the United States is not very good at crisis management. And with an incompetent president and administration, it's even worse. I went back and I looked up and I said, found there are 51 of the world's deadliest massacres at educational institutions. Starting in 1927, there was something called the Bath School Disaster. Bath Township in Michigan, 45 people killed. And these are not in specific date order. Virginia Tech shooting, April 16, 2007, Blacksburg, Virginia, 32 people killed. Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting, December 14, 2012. Newton, Connecticut, 27 students killed. How about University of Texas tower shooting, August 1, 1966, 17 people killed. 2018, February 14, Stoneman Douglas High School shooting, 17 people killed. Okay, yeah, let me see if I'm... Columbine High School massacre, April 20, 1999. Columbine, Colorado, 13 people killed. Hang on. Santa Fe High School shooting, 2018, Texas, 10 people killed. Umqua Community College shooting, Red Lake Massacre. United States, October 1, 2015, 9 people killed. And now, unfortunately, another one. Robb Elementary School, May 24, 2022, Uvalde, Texas. 19 children killed, two teachers. Now, hopefully, we have somebody on the phone who can add a little bit to this and help us understand what was going on and the nature of weapons. Let me introduce, hopefully, we have host of Locked and Loaded, Roger B. Hello, Mark. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello? I can hear you. Okay, I can't hear you, but uh, uh, if you can hear me, just let me know. But I would just like to throw out some statistics, everybody who just likes... I mean, I know everyone likes to pray and cry and 
and it's a terrible tragedy that happened, no doubt. Hello, Roger. Yeah, uh, Mark can hear you, and uh, okay, I can't hear him at all, though. Okay, well, I I've got it up. Let's work on that for a moment. Yeah, well, but, go ahead. You know, I understand. Let's, let's just it's talk. a terrible tragedy. I'm sure you'll agree with that, and you know. The tragedies happen all the time. Granted, this one was done by a gun. In fact, a rifle is one of the ones I think that the the uh, the psychopath was using. Because I'm not going to say his name, but um, and if you look at rifle deaths in the United States, out of uh, the psychopath was using. Because I'm not going to say his name, but um, but it's just it's crazy because the rifle deaths account for less than 500 deaths a year. Now, you may wonder, oh my God, that's far too many. Sure it is. But, you know, way more people, over 6,000 people are killed with blunt instruments as opposed to rifles. Handguns Roger, make up the biggest issue. Now? What's that? Are you able to hear me? I guess you are. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. You're very faint, but I can make you out. Alright, because I believe uh, in this particular instance, the reports say that he was using an AR-15. Right. In fact, it was kind of odd because he had a very high-end, apparently from what I've read, he's a company called Daniel Defense. They're a very high-end AR-15 manufacturer. They probably are about between two and $2,500 each, and he had two of them. And then he had ammo, and he put optics on the guns, and he had body armor. And I'm thinking, how does an unemployed 18-year-old end up getting almost $7,000 worth of equipment to go in there and shoot up a school? How does an unemployed 18-year-old afford something like that? So I want to—that's a—that's a question I want an answer to. I mean, he obviously did not get these things himself, or if he did, somebody funded this. I mean, maybe who knows? Who knows? I'm just spitballing here, but who knows? You know, somebody who had an agenda could have been funding him in order to push for gun control because we all know every dictatorial leadership that is ever been in place in the world, one of the first things they want to do is disarm the citizen. And what a better way to do it than having somebody kill children. Right. And that's what everybody went back to. They went back to their ideological corners, and the gun maniac said, you got to get rid of guns, which is an impossibility. It's not realistic because, let me ask you this, what if he went out and what if he trapped the kids in the school and he killed them with a steak knife. Do we now outlaw steak knives? You know, it's funny you mention that because in Britain they had a, an, uh, a push to pull any kind of knives out of houses, out of restaurants, out of things like that. So you're sitting there, they give you a plastic knife to cut your steak with. <laughs> but you see, this is the this is the same fallacy. This is the unicorn and fairy dust routine, I call it. And what it does is basically it says, hey. Guys, we can get this done if we just do this. Just take the guns out. Right. Okay, because well, it's the guns that? that kill people. When a cop shoots somebody, do they blame the gun? Of course of not. Of course not. They blame the police officer. Oh, no, the police are too violent. They shouldn't be this. They need better training. It's like, but when some psychopath uses a gun to kill somebody, all of a sudden it's the gun's fault. Yeah, they need better training, but they want to defund them. And I'm, I'm going to be very interested to see when they start to come out with what kind of training these officers had, because apparently there were several of them that went in, then some of them started a perimeter. 
I'm of the opinion, unfortunately, that this lockdown in place stuff doesn't work if the shooter's inside the school. Yeah, I mean, and there's new. I mean, there's still so many facts coming out now about what happened that the school was not locked and that the officers waited outside for thirty to forty-five minutes before they even decided to go in. And that parents okay. themselves are begging to go in, and right. they weren't allowing them to go in either. It's like, you know, some of these guys have training or former military or former police, and they wanted to go in and, you know, take care of business, but they weren't letting them go in either. And, and again, we're, we're back to the same thing again. We failed to identify the mentally defective people in the society. Right. Because and we I know focus we may on never the get stupid things. But yeah, but where did he get the money for all this stuff? How did he get funded for this? How did he end up buying these weapons? Who paid for it? And that's what I want. I want to follow the money on this one. So you're saying that, that the weapons that he may have used is six to $7,000? For the couple of them, plus he had a lot of equipment. He put optics on both the weapons. He also had body armor and ammunition and accessories on them. The guns themselves are probably between four dollars and $5,000 for the pair. Still a lot for an unemployed 18-year-old to come up with to spend. Where do you, where do you get the money from? Yeah, that that is a that is an excellent question. There. Excellent question. Yeah, I mean, did somebody give him this money? Say, here, go buy these guns because I I I feel you. I, I believe in your cause. Here, I want to help you. Let's find out who is behind this. Did he steal it from his grandparents who were on a fixed income, who probably didn't have that kind of money saved up anywhere anyway? Well, my understanding is there's been reporting, and again, all of this is so fluid. And what originally came out that he was challenged by a resource officer. That was armed originally. That turned out to be not true. Right. But I think there was a report that his grandfather was a ex-felon. And therefore, so there cannot be a weapon inside that house. And from what I understand, he had a criminal record as well. So I don't know, I don't know if that's, you know, that there were two, all kinds of things. Yeah, there were two apparently conflicting reports. A congressman or a, a senator had mentioned that this kid was previously arrested for, you know, a possible planning a mass shooting and that turned out to not be correct it was a different okay. kid but yeah, the, the just, point when when you're dealing with something like this an ar-15 what what would be tactics that you might use to enter into a school like this well i mean there are standard tactics you go in you pie corners things like that uh, so you get a, a better view of everything. Plus, you use your ears. You listen. I mean, you can hear if somebody's walking around and you're being extra quiet. That's a good way to start. And you use corners. You use cover. You use concealment. And you try and make your uh, your approach as stealthy as possible. I mean, if there are gunshots going off, you can usually tell what direction, general direction at least. What was that? I'm sorry? What, in other words, when you're shooting off an AR-15, that's not exactly a quiet weapon. No, no. If there are shots being fired, you could certainly tell where that's coming from, and you could make an approach and probably come in stealthily. Now, granted, this guy's like looking for people to come in after him, but you know what? There are people there. They are trained. There are people trained for this type of situation. Anybody in the military would know how to go out, how to clear a building, how to clear a room. There are ways and to one do of the I've things that I thought was I interesting is... That he barricaded himself into the room, but now you know where the shots are coming. Yeah, they were talking about an, an entry angle and how to make an entry angle, but there are now reports saying that this took somewhere between 30 and 45 minutes. Right, which is time you don't have when somebody's in a school shooting people. 
And, and, and that wants to get shot. I understand that. Even if you're a police officer, you don't want to put yourself in danger and not come home either. I mean, these people, listen, not for nothing. You know what? We're going we're gonna to take a short break, and what we're going to do is going to come back, and what I'm going to do is try to focus in on the tactical aspect of this in terms of what you know. And I think that's okay. going to help a little bit understanding what had happened. So we'll be right okay. back after this. Don't miss the tactics. Hang on. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. And we have our special guest today is the host of Locked and Loaded, Roger B. So we're Hi, back. Hey, Mark. Glad to be here. Now, I wanted to get into a little bit about some of the tactics that you would use. Now, I know there's been a lot of discrepancies and whatnot about what happened, but since Columbine... My understanding has been that now we no longer wait outside the school and have the kids being slaughtered. Right, the, that the would make sense. You want to move in as soon as possible. And kind of, you, you have eyes. You can see what's going on. If you don't see anybody down a long hallway, you know, you, you go in and you approach and you take corners carefully and slowly and you make sure you cover each other. There are ways to do that. And officers should be trained in this kind of thing. I mean, that's not something they never have to do is clear a room or clear a hallway. And, and that's the big thing. That's the big thing here, I think, is that the, they keep defunding the police and then want the police to be trained in something. Right. It's it's kind of insane that they, you know, they have these guys. And granted, unfortunately, most police are instruments of politicians these days, and they use them as revenue collectors. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw police that have reports. And how to use a radar gun. Yeah, there were reports that uh, the actual guys who took down, or the team that actually took down the shooter, was a BORTAC team. Which, okay, that's for, the Border Patrol. For those guys. of you who are not familiar, that's a border tactical team. And, and yeah, in this town, in by Texas, the way, are highly trained. Border, so yeah, they probably had those guys available. Yeah, but see, here's another thought for for people: we keep focusing on the gun. And it, it's just, it's baffling to me. If a guy went into that school with two handguns, or he could do thrower. the same thing at five feet away. Oh, yeah. Well, handguns are the most prolific uh, weapons used in murders. But let me give you a quick statistic here. Of all the people who die by guns in the United States, 54% of them are suicides. So that eliminates half of them right there as far as self-inflicted wounds or self-inflicted death. That's interesting. 
So for people who throw out, oh, this many people were killed with guns, yeah, but half of those are suicides. And if suicide people can't find a gun, they're going to find something else. If they're that determined to end themselves, they're not going to be. You're not going to stop them by taking. Right. A one and exactly that brilliant reasoning that you just said. That's exactly my point. Is if it wasn't an AR-15, it would be a handgun. If it wasn't a handgun, it would be a hatchet. If it wasn't a hatchet, it would be explosives made out of fertilizer. If it wasn't an explosive, it would be something else. They focus on the instrumentality instead of the person. Of course. Well, that's you know, but they use it only when it's convenient. Imagine if you said, okay, this illegal alien killed somebody. All the illegal aliens are bad. We need to get rid of all of them. Oh, but no, that's only one particular guy. We don't want to lump them all into one group. We don't want to prejudge them. But you're willing to prejudge a tool based on who used it. And and here's the other thing. Here's another thing is they're supposed to have billions of dollars. Now, you know, just an aside here. Congratulations on Ukraine for receiving $44 billion in American aid, military aid. <laughs> Geniuses in Washington, what do you think that $44 billion could have done for our schools? Maybe save those 19 kids and those two teachers? Right. What or do you think? Baby formula for mothers who couldn't find it? Yeah, I mean, what are we... The people we send to Washington have gone completely off the rails insane. They're the people who need psychology. They need psychologists to be, we should have a, a standard psychological test to become a senator or a congressman or woman. I don't want to be in, you know, politically incorrect here. And the old style yeah. women, not the new style women. Yeah. The women who do not have male parts. Yes. <laughs> That's kind of the way I prefer my women. As the comedian right Gervais said, the old women with, with wombs, not beards. <laughs> yeah. But if you look, I mean, it's it's funny because the the right to bear arms is a constantly constitutionally protected right that is one of the shortest of the ten amendments that make up the Bill of Rights, and it's shortest because it is concise, it is clearly written, and it has no ambiguity whatsoever. And I understand with that with that right comes great responsibility, and not everybody takes that responsibility seriously. <clears throat> but let me pose you this: okay, weapons are used. You, they can be used harmfully, but they can also be used to protect people. We protect our gold, our our buildings, our politicians, our presidents. We protect all of them with guns. Does that mean they're more valuable than our children? Well, exactly where I was headed next is what about whatever happened to hardening the defenses of a school? Why are teachers not armed? Well, I mean, there are some states that do allow teachers to be armed. But, of course, it's odd that this took place in Texas because Texas does have some pretty flexible gun laws. And they do have a large, a pretty large percentage of their population that is licensed to carry. Well, the, the old course, saying is you never go in and rob a gun store because the first bullet that you fire is probably going to be your last because the return fire is going to be a lot more deadly right. than yours. There are idiots who have tried that before, and you see that doesn't end well <laughs> for them because not only are the people in gun stores knowledgeable about guns, they're usually very proficient in the use of them. It's the efficiency of use. That's right. I mean, you know, there was a guy, an uh, old trainer a long time ago, Colonel Jeff Cooper, once said that a gun is the means of stopping a conflict, either by its use or the threat thereof. So That's who knows? If this guy had been threatened with a weapon, maybe he would have stopped earlier. If he came down a hallway and saw an armed guard there, 
Yeah, and it's always the case that our police are less armed than the perpetrator. And that has to stop. Yeah, well, it's hard to make a police officer carry a rifle all the time because 95% of what he does has nothing to do with guns. Okay, that's true. But should there not be an arsenal in his trunk ready to go for just these kids? He may not ever pull those guns out. But in the event that he needs them, they should be available. There was no ballistic shields available. Right. I mean, I understand that's expensive. But again, you're willing to spend all this money protecting politicians and money in banks and, you know, in certain buildings, but you're not willing to spend any money protecting the children. I mean, I'm sure. Listen, we just sent $44 billion, billions and billions to Ukraine for their protection. Money that we don't have. What about our protection? Every exactly. one of those parents deserves a response. I heard Knucklehead is going to Vivaldi on Sunday. Him and right. his wife. President you Knucklehead. Want to get ice cream there? Yeah, our babbling brook president. <laughs> but I can't even imagine. Yeah, he's grieving hearts. But you know what? It didn't take him five minutes during his eight-minute speech to jump all over the NRA, to jump all over yeah. the gun issue. And he again misses the problem. And, and this then, is and well, again, this is his entire administration has missed the problem. They're always no reactive rather than action. Yeah, but no NRA member has ever been accused of a mass shooting ever no. in its history. It's been around for over a hundred years. So and, why and is it's he just baffling that, that they continued the same garbage, though? Well, because I, you know, I don't think they realize. You know, if you okay, here I'm going to read this real quick. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Second that, Amendment. That's the entire Second Amendment. So it's, you know, it's one sentence, and it's clear, it's concise, and it's to the point. And I understand there are dangers of having certain people armed, and not everybody deserves to have the right. But people who absolutely want to prove themselves and want to exercise their rights should be allowed to. They, they, there, would have, there could have been enough armed people outside the school to go in and do it themselves or had training who would have been willing to risk themselves to save their children's lives. Their, their argument that they use all the time is you need to get these weapons out of the hands of bad people. That's the, so you take the weapons out of the good people's hands so that the right. bad people don't have it. So now they can't distinguish. Right, but let me propose this. Let's remove all motor vehicles from the road because there are people who drive drunk and kill people. That's well, the wait, same wait. rationale. Let's back it up a little further. No, let's back it up a little further. Cuz automobiles do serve a purpose. They reco- they provide transportation. But let's do this. What if we outlaw all alcohol? Cuz what what good does alcohol serve as far as drinking alcohol? What good does it serve? What are the benefits of it? None. Zero. There are no benefits other than it numbs your senses, it makes you feel good, but it makes you know it makes uh, college kids able to score easier, you know stuff like that. Yes, but there are no things. good benefits to alcohol whatsoever. It's bad for your body. It's bad for your liver. <clears throat> it makes for poor judgment and enables people to do things they shouldn't do when they're drunk, like drive or get into accidents or h- operate heavy equipment. So what's the good in that? There's no good side of alcohol. There is, and no. I mentioned this to somebody, and they said, "Yeah, but millions and millions of people enjoy alcohol every day without hurting anybody." I said, "Uh huh." 
millions of people enjoy and practice with their weapons every day and don't hurt anybody. Yep. What I want to do is we're going to take a short break, and what I want to do is pick it up after the break and then get in some of, uh, you know, the age limit is what they were talking about now. So we're going to pick it up right after the break. We're here with Mark the Shark on Bite of Reality and our special guest from Locked and Loaded, Roger B. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. And we have our special guest and weapons expert from Locked and Loaded, Roger B., with us today. So right before, we were talking about the gun issue again, because of obviously because of what happened in Uvalde, Texas. But what I wanted to dabble into right now is some of these, what they call the red flag laws or, you know, trying to future predict what someone will do. So one of the things that I thought about is there were warning signs everywhere with this kid. There were bells and whistles going off. He's a loner. He fit the profile for a homicidal maniac everywhere. There were bells and signs living with his grandparents, got thrown out of his parents' house. Loner was cutting his face Again, these are all reported, and it may change. But, again, you have a defective kid. You have a defective environment. And yet nobody pays attention to what's going on with this kid beforehand. Nobody stepped in and said, hey, hold on a second. What's going on here? And let's let's forget about it for a second. They keep saying we need more gun laws. New York has plenty of gun laws. Tons of gun laws. And yet 10 people were shot up in Buffalo by some knucklehead who walked into a grocery store with 10 people not bothering anybody and shot them and killed them and live streamed it on the air. Now you have this young 18-year-old stepping in and killing kids in a school, which I can't even for the... But the problem is, is that we try to anticipate rational thought in an irrational being. And there's got to be a better method than saying, okay, it's, if it's, 
you, you got to come to the realization, and this is something that I always get frustrated with talking to other people and some of my relatives, in fact, who you may know. It's not the guns. And until the left gets off a of fantasy island, this problem in America, we are all at risk. Our kids are at risk. Everything in our lives are at risk. When you lose a child, everything in your life is gone. It changes. These things brew and brew and brew, and we never pay attention to them because we're focusing on the gun. If I take an AR-15, if I take a 50 caliber and sit it on my desk for the next three months, I will guarantee <laughs> you it doesn't kill anyone. Right. It's not the weapon. So now what about these red flag laws? Do you think, in your opinion, that they will be anywhere near effective? You know, it may help in some instances, but you have to realize it's so hard because people who have mental issues often don't seek help or get any help. And people lie on the forms all the time. There's a photograph online of Hunter Biden filling out a form to buy a gun, and he lies on the form. There's nothing to verify anything of what you say on your 4473 form, which is the has form he been you arrested? in order to purchase a weapon. What's that? Well, has he been arrested? No, he didn't get arrested. He's Hunter Biden. Oh, I forgot the Biden name. It's a, it's a get-out-of-jail-everything card. I mean, it just goes to show you that, you know, politicians place themselves above everybody, you know, celebrities. All The, the law is no, it's no longer equality under the law. <clears throat> I mean, and the thing is, how do you prove somebody's lying on one of their forms? You're not a, you know, you don't have to perform a background check other than a federal background check. Now, if this kid was in school, officers and uh, counselors, psychiatrists should have seen that he had issues. Again, that well, would he, be a good way. He dropped way out of school apparently people. after COVID. And never graduated. Yeah, and if he wasn't in school, then, you know, how, why wasn't he? Why wasn't, you know, you're supposed to be in school until a certain age. Now, Gerson, I think at 17 you're allowed to decide you don't want to go anymore. Right. But what it comes down to is, rather than raise money off of the issue, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party should turn around and say, let's solve the problem. See, this is very interesting about the Democratic Party, and I don't know if you've ever noticed this before. They never solve a problem that they can use to raise money for for an election. No, that would be wrong. To solve the crisis would eliminate the stream of income and it would eliminate talking points. Let me say something real quick. There was a guy once who killed 168 people, 19 of whom were children, and he never picked up a weapon. He never picked up a traditional weapon. He never picked up a gun. That was Timothy McVeigh. He drove a truckload of fertilizer into a building in Oklahoma and blew it up. It's exactly so what I said before. With 19 children. So what do we do? We outlaw fertilizer? We outlaw trucks? It's not the instrumentality. It's the defective mental state of an individual. Right. And, and they've been available throughout history. I mean, if you look at when Hitler signed his gun laws into law, when he signed the, the, the laws preventing citizens in Germany from owning guns, he surrounded himself by children saying, this is for the sake of the children. And then he proceeded to kill 12 million people in concentration camps. <clears throat> and listen, this is not the first time in history that this has happened. And it, it seems to always happen, strangely enough, or not very strangely enough, in these gun-free zones. Well, yeah, because that's the way we choose to protect our children. We protect our gold with, uh, with guns, our politicians with guns, our, our banks, our stores, our buildings with guns. And we protect our children with a sign that says gun-free zone. And, and here's another thing is everybody out there, 
Understand something. Go and look it up. Don't take my word for it. Go look it up. The Democrats want the police out of the schools because it's intimidating for the students. How dumb is that idea? How stupid is that idea? That goes along with the unicorn and the fairy dust, simple, simple mechanics. Put a cop in there, put several cops in there on campus, put specially trained, you want to call them SROs, student resource officers, so it's not that intimidating. Listen, this is not about word verbiage, you know, word side salad as Kamala Harris is famous for. Then the babbling brook of our president who can't get two words out in a sentence that are coherent. This is about our children. This is about kids. Now, there are 19 sets of parents who are missing their world right now. Their world is over. Right. And now you have, I, I just wanted to jump in for a second here. You had this idiot, Beto O'Rourke, jump into a news conference with the governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, and, and start his political campaign in front of the cameras. I would have knocked him out cold in one second. That was so inappropriate. That was so, he should have been arrested and carted off. But you know what? That's what he was looking for. Because they don't have a solution. They don't have an answer. What they do have is, look, it's on your hands. But I haven't heard a word out of his mouth other than, take your guns away. Hell yeah, I'm going to take your AR-15. So now the guy walks into the school with a fertilizer bomb and blows up 100 kids. Now what? Yeah. Like you said. Yeah. Take away the fertilizer? (laughs) You know? What? Don't teach them in school. Go back to remote learning? You can't legislate somebody's moral sense or moral compass. You can't do that. No, and you can't give them a sense of moral compass either. Well, you know, if somebody has a problem, you might be able to help them with counseling and things like that. But as long as you have to identify the problem first, that's probably the hardest part with young people because they haven't had a lot of experience. They haven't talked to a lot of people. They don't understand what it, you know, how to get help a lot of times. But Beto was a Spanish name. And he Dave, adopted Would that you like to add something into Walker. this? Yes. Well, yeah. Uh, I don't know if uh, you all heard it, but. Uh, one of the uh, senators, and I—I I don't think it was Cotton. It was—I think it was one of the senators from uh, Texas. In fact, said, "If you want to find out what the Second Amendment is really all about, start trying to take away the millions of rifles that good guys own across the country, and you'll find out what the Second Amendment is all about." I understand that there are approximately 400 million weapons in the United States. And for the most part, those are all used legally, and they're all used properly. Otherwise, there'd be mass shootings every other day. Here's another thing that they don't mention. Laws only apply to people who abide by them. Law-abiding citizens are the only people laws apply to. Welcome to Chicago. They're not going to apply to people who break the law anyway. I, I have never had a criminal with a weapons charge ever say to me, you know, gee, I didn't buy that other pistol because there's a law against it. Or I didn't, yeah. buy, I didn't drill out the serial numbers because there's a law against it. Right. I've never heard that. I mean, it's funny. They, they think they can stop the guns. I mean, you know, granted, you can pull them out of law-abiding citizens' hands because some citizens will go, you know, if that's the law, I want to abide by the law. I'm going to do that. But, you know, they've done the same thing with drugs. They have fentanyl coming over the border in tons right now that they can't stop. 
So what makes them think they can be able to stop guns from coming into the country? Or now, with the advent of 3D printers and milling machines, people can make their own weapons. It's not that difficult. The, the problem, again, the problem is not the gun. The problem is the no. person. You can have ghost guns everywhere. You can have constitutional carry everywhere. It's not going to affect the stupid, defective people that are going to figure out how to get a weapon and how to do their deed. They're evil. They do harm, yes. They're evil. And it's, it's not, listen, and the background check, I agree. You want to have a background yeah. check? Make sure the guy's not a felon. The background check is at that moment. What have you done before? Five seconds after you pass your background check, you could be planning your assault. Oh yeah, without a doubt. But the background check's a good it's a good step to stop some people from doing things. Now I'll give you a little scenario. Here in Georgia they had um like I think it was I was gonna say it's about four to six thousand almost six thousand people who did not pass the background check and were denied sale of a gun. And most of these were convicted felons or people who knew they couldn't buy a gun, but yet they tried anyway. And you know how many of those people were prosecuted or questioned None. about questioned? Zero. So here yeah, you have because, a law. Because this is what happens. They pass these thousands and thousands of pages of laws. And listen, I'm, I'm doing law for 35 years as an attorney. And there are hundreds and hundreds, if not millions upon millions of pages of laws. But if you don't enforce them, they're not worth the paper they're printed on. And you go tell those 19 children and the two teachers who were killed, we had a gun law. Yeah, and he, he violated, he, he probably violated at least a dozen laws just by doing what he did. Yep. Hey, having that gun on the campus of the school was a violation of the law. So was one more law going to stop him from being an no. insane psychopath and shooting people? Of course not. But they don't, they want to carry that. You have people like AOC, Occasional Cortex. I mean, she just, <laughs> to me, she was talking about toxic masculinity. And non-binary something or other. I, I couldn't listen. I've tried to figure out and translate what Joe Biden says, but AOC, forget it. I've had six translators work on it. They can't figure out a word. Well, but, I don't know what planet she's from, so it's going to be it, difficult. It's, to she's got to be alien, and not the not the other kind of alien. But she was talking about toxic masculinity as the problem. Well, let me open up her stupid little brain for five seconds. If there's anything that already leaked out. <laughs> Here's the bottom line. Most of these kids who create these evil deeds don't have a father in the household. Yeah. Think well, about that. this guy wasn't with his parents at all. He was being raised by his grandmother or grandparents. Yeah, which is another issue that we should have looked at. Maybe there should be a question on the gun permit application. Do you live with your parents? Yeah. <laughs> we need to... Well, you know, and a lot of these guys put stuff online, and I guess until we can... You can't stop. You're not going to be able to stop every shooting, no matter what laws you pass and what, are, no matter what background checks you do. You're not going to be able to stop them all. There's no doubt about it. Just like you can't stop every traffic accident, no matter how safe you try and make cars. It's just not going to happen. I mean, listen, we could make the speed limit ten miles an hour. Yeah. So because let's let's take a short break care. here. Let's take a short break here, and we'll pick it up after the break. You're listening right. to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark and our special guest today from Locked and Loaded, Roger B. Stand by.
Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio. Or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Mark the Shark on Bite of Reality. And we also have special guest today, Roger B. from Locked and Loaded. So right hey, before Mark. the break, we were talking about the Uvalde, Texas massacre here. And I'm sure that's going to come up. But you have people who are in politics like O'Rourke, Beto O'Rourke. And <laughs> unfortunately, Francis this is, is the type of people who are in Washington on the left. You have the brainless fool who makes the scarecrow and the Wizard of Oz look like a nuclear physicist. And these are the people that we send to Washington. Now I understand this guy wants to run for governor of Texas. You know, it's I, I really have to wonder. We condone idiots and we're going to get more of them. I mean, what are we what are we doing here? Where this is so outrageous and so selfish, what he did during a news conference. This wasn't a town hall. This wasn't a debate. This was parents who just lost their kids were trying to get some information. And this knucklehead stands up and does that. I'm telling you, I, he, if he I was hijacked into making it a, po- a political statement or, or a political and rally, this is sort. the problem. This is where we're going to go with the left. They're going to jump all over this as if we need more gun control. Take the hands of the uh, criminals off the guns. And you know what? This is the same argument they did with the southern border and running into that. Take the wall away. Walls are immoral. But go look at the Capitol. What's up around the Capitol? What's up around the Supreme Court? There's a giant wall. (laughs) Walls and guys with guns. Yeah. But wait a second. That's immoral. So I'm, yeah. it, call me crazy. I'm a little confused by the moral flexibility, shall we say. Well, if they want to eliminate guns, let's start with guards at the Capitol. Let's start with guards on the president. Those people, they're citizens of the United States. They should get no more special treatment than any other citizen who right. should be allowed Nancy to protect Nancy Pelosi's arm detail property. gone. And, and yeah, it's, it's the same argument that Bloomberg made. Well, Bloomberg said, my armed guards are trained. Oh, okay, so then if I go and get trained, then that should be okay then. 
And I yeah, personally should be able to carry a gun anywhere. Right. Personally, I would, and I know you do. When you get a weapon, you should be trained on how to use it properly. Oh, absolutely. I was working, and you also, like I said, if you're going to use it as a self-defense weapon, I always go and shoot it several hundred rounds just to make sure it's not going to malfunction, just to make sure I know how to function everything, make sure I know how to use it properly and, you know, make any adjustments for anything I'm not used to. Well, let, let me let me get some information from our veteran here. <laughs> uh, well, this isn't veteran information particularly, but, you know, I grew up in a period of time back in the 50s, and one thing that started happening, it was like a rash, and talk about copycats, and you all probably were too young to remember, but we had a bunch of planes that were blown up, and uh, people would copycat. They'd, they'd bring a bomb in the luggage and, for whatever reason, blow the plane out of the sky. And uh, the government came up with, that's why when we go to the airport today, our luggage is checked, our bodies are checked to see if we're sneaking on knives or bombs or whatever. Or nail clippers. Or nail clippers (laughs) clippers. or whatever. Uh, Or bordizos. That's for the calves that come on board with us, by the way. Uh, And you'll hear that on uh, From the Ranch. But back to the moral of the story is, you know, I was sitting here thinking about this, and our country is so unique that we will, and the answer is not taking up all the guns, just like you've said, Roger, and you've you've agreed to it as, as well, Mark, and I agree to it totally. That's not the answer. But we will creatively come up with the answer it's like you know we said well give everybody a psychological test well we can't go around putting everybody through a cat scan and seeing if they have a brain that has a problem with it but if, we, if we did we'd have those senators and congresswomen well, that's true. <laughs> but but at the same token and uh it's like my guys at uh RedoVoting.com. They've come up with a method of voting that is bulletproof. It it, it can't be hacked. It, you instantaneously know who won the election. And none of this crap like went on in Pennsylvania. But, and I'm going to talk to them about this as a matter of fact. What if in the schools... And we do the SAT tests in schools. We do this. We do that in schools. What if somebody put together a profile that every kid had to take? And you run it through a software that analyzes it within seconds. And if there's a red flag there, there's a red flag there. And maybe you don't say anything. Maybe you don't do anything. Maybe you just keep an eye on this kid, and if he, uh, you know, if, if he continues to show hostilities through grade school and into middle school, maybe there's a red flag there that we do pursue. Well, here's, I don't here's have part the of the problem. Everything. Here's, here's part of the problem that I at least have identified. Now, my background originally out of college was psychology. I have a BA in psychology, which pretty much gave me the ability to do, well, nothing. But I did have the BA. 
But on the other hand, is on a serious note, there are ways to find out whether people have a sort of demonstrated inability to understand certain things, such as our president. If somebody was to give him a, I don't want to say a reality test, but a cognition test, he'd flunk. He would flunk, and he would not be able to get a weapon. He can't understand a lot of things that we have going on. Well, but part of the problem is in this country is that we let people, because we're so concerned with their privacy, that we let people do things that are really considerably stupid. For instance, this kid, he cut himself. He cut, apparently he was cutting his face. He was alone. He fit the profile of a mass shooter. This kid was the poster child. But for some reason, nobody picked up on it. Nobody cared. And we, we kind of stigmatized all of this about mental health. Now, we locked people away in isolation for two years. So you take a kid that feels isolated to begin with, who used to be bullied apparently, and now you lock him away for two years. How's that going to affect him? Well, we now know how it affects him. And it, it kind of goes back to the, the, the insensitivity of everything, the, the missing the point of everything. And I, I just, you know, I know how to, to get back to this, but Obama this week tweeted something out that kind of ticked me off. And this is, I, I know, amazing. Obama said something that ticked me off. Oof. Maybe every you week. Know. Yes. So he goes, this is the exact tweet. I went online and I, I picked it off of online. It says, Obama's tweet, as we grieve the children of Uvalde today, we should take time to recognize that two years ago have passed since the murder of George Floyd under the knee of a police officer. His killing stays with us all this day, especially those who loved him. That was at 4.08 p.m., May 25th, 2022. That guy was president of the United States for eight years, and you wonder why there's a problem in the United States? What? Okay, I'm going to have to calm down here because it's a G-rated program. What <laughs> the heck does that George Floyd being murdered have to do with the children of Uvalde, 19 of them and two teachers that were killed? And yeah, this, Somebody who was high on fentanyl and a known drug dealer with a huge rap sheet. What does that hey, have to do Why didn't he throw that in? I mean, the, the, the incapacity to understand their verbiage as it comes out past their brain barrier is absolutely amazing to me. It, it, if you would put these people on a boat, they'd all be rolling in a giant circle because none of them are going in the same direction. They can't get their act together. And, and part of what I said, <laughs> part of what I'm saying is it's just baffling. You sit there. And you say, what is wrong with this guy to put that tweet out? He can't take two seconds and put two tweets out? What tied those two tweets together in his warped mind? And that kind of pretty much explains the left. Everything is conflated with everything else. In fact, I'm surprised he didn't put anything in there about, thank God that we have Biden in office now and not Trump because of the baby formula under Trump, we would have made it into change or into money or something stupid. You know, yeah. in this country, 
We have a habit of doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different result. You know, Isn't that the I've, definition I heard, of insanity? Yeah, absolutely. And, and inflation is transitory. Higher gas prices are transitory. And gee, that'll, he said this week in Tokyo, and I, I went back and listened to the tape three times because I could not believe that anyone who, whether or not you believe he actually got elected to president, anyone who was serving as the president would say something like, this robbing people every single day because of my bad policies in stopping drilling and our energy independence in the United States is a good thing because it's going to help us go green. No, you moron. It's going to help us go broke. What he doesn't understand is that everything in this country is based on fossil fuels. Every truck driver who pays $8 a gallon to get his truck to your supermarket, he's going to get that 8 bucks back. And guess who's getting it from? Me and you and Roger B. and Dave. <laughs> we are going to pay the price for his idiotic principles. It's not even a policy anymore. It's like when you, when you see something that's dumb and you continue to do it, I don't even know if that's a policy anymore. That's just an ideology that's gone off the charts. You know, it's like the, the, little, the little blue book in his pocket that says bad and good. He has no idea. He doesn't know what well, to do. All, it's all agenda-driven. He doesn't care about the truth. He cares about his agenda. And, and here's the question. You said it right there. It's his agenda, not the American agenda that's important. No. Well, he wants to yeah. change the American agenda. He, he he wants to change America. Yeah, he said he wants to transform the United States. He mentioned that when he was in office. He wants to fundamentally change the country. And they yeah. thought it was for the good, but it's not for the good. It's for the worst. I wanted to jump in because I'm coming from New York. Eric Adams this week announced that he wants to, he's forming an exploratory committee for the presidency. Here we go. Let me give you advice, Eric Adams. Learn how to first freaking run the city and not into the ground. Andrew Abdullah, 25, black defendant, was arrested at his lawyer's office for sl- of a Brooklyn resident, Daniel Enriquez, 48, was fatally shot in the chest on the subway. Why? No reason. Never spoke to the guy. Never knew the guy. But here you go. Here we go again. The left. Abdullah was described as a gang member, repeated offender with criminal history dating back to 2016. Folks, if we don't clear this up now, we're going to have to redo America because there'll be nothing left to start. Well, with that said, I'd like to wrap it up this week. Wish everyone a happy Memorial Day. And remember, it's no, just no. not a day off. It's in, in grace of our military who protect us every single day. And thank you. Thank you, Legendary Dave, and the rest of you veterans out there for your service to this country, despite the fact that some people don't understand it and also don't thank you. But thank you for protecting our butts and my kids and my family. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.